Kaylee, when was the last time we actually covered an animated film? Like for Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks or really anybody? Yeah. I mean, it's been forever ago. Well, I guess that means it's about time for us to put our kid hats on uh, and check out the newest one from Pixar. She's Kaylee. I'm Tuesday. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. So we follow Joe Gardner, who's voiced by Jamie Foxx, who is a middle school band teacher who moonlights as an aspiring jazz pianist in New York City. Joe scores a once in a lifetime chance to play with this like big wig jazz star in a popular nightclub in town. But a little misstep takes him to the great before, a kind of heaven-like place where souls receive their personalities, interests, and quirks before they head to Earth. Joe, especially after scoring this awesome gig, is not ready to settle in heaven. So he teams up with a lost soul, 22, voiced by Tina Fey, who has never been to Earth yet. And, well, little goes according to plan. Let's hear just a bit from the trailer. What would you want to be known for on Earth? a short time on this planet. You want to become the person that you were born to be? Don't waste your time on all the junk of life. What am I doing? Spend your precious hours doing what will bring out the real you. So what do you want to be remembered for? Probably for doing this funny cowboy dance. <laughs> Great. All right, so what was your initial take? I found this film very cute, very clever. I actually enjoyed the animation of The Great Before and even the, uh, I guess you could say, conveyor belt to The Great Beyond. (laughs) I love the scripting and the wordplay for a lot of this, and the voice acting was just fantastic. So many good... Uh, actors like you said Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, but there was also Graham Norton who if anybody watches British uh, late night TV, the Graham Norton show, he, he's the host of that. Rachel House is the voice of Terry who I loved from Hunt for the Wilder People, but she's also in uh, Thor Ragnarok as kind of like the bodyguard, head guard person uh, with Jeff Goldblum. Just a fantastic actress. Richard Ayoade, for anybody who's a fan of the It crowd. Again, another British comedy. So much fun stuff. However, I feel like uh, as a whole, the story itself, I enjoyed it. I found it very sweet, but it, I didn't get the same moved feeling that I had with, say, like Monsters, Inc. or Finding Nemo, for example. But what about you, Tuesday? I agree. I like that they didn't do the typical 
like stairway to some big bright white light kind of thing um and they never really mentioned it as like heaven or any kind of religious connotations which i really appreciated because that left it really open to kids imaginations and you know it it seems super trite to say but i thought it was cute I agree with you. The voice acting killer. It's, you know, it's a unique story. It really pushed Pixar even more into like uncharted territory that they haven't done. You know, huge shout out to jazz as like a music genre, which just doesn't get a lot of play. You know, people are rock stars or they're this or that, or they're pop stars, but they're never jazz stars. So it, it kind of gives a whole new music genre for kids to fall in love with. And, you know, it, it pulled at my heartstrings at, at certain aspects, and it does make you think a lot about what's important in life. You know, Pixar has always been really good at speaking to an adult audience and a child audience simultaneously. I couldn't agree more with that. And I do think that they do grasp that very well in this film. And like you said, there's no religious connotation, so it really allows you, the audience member, to fill in the blank on that and kind of make up your own mind. I also think Soul is notable for being the first Pixar Disney movie that is a black lead. Yep. Like all the Pixar films leading up to this point have not been very diverse. Well, and I, I, mean. I, I feel like they've probably had situations where the voice actor was, but with things like the Incredibles or Monsters, Inc. It's like, well, they're monsters or they're not really people. So I feel like they've been able to like skirt around it. Like cars, cars are cars. Like they don't have <laughs> a race. And so it's almost like they've just fortunately been able to skirt around it a lot. Um, yeah. But now, I, I mean, it's perfect timing. Like, don't get me wrong. This is, you know, it is the time of Black Lives Matter and things like that. And I don't know how far out this film was looked at, but I know they had issues getting it done because of coronavirus. So it could be very timely and they are maybe franchising on that. But Sans, you know, Coco, there just hasn't been a lot of exposure, I guess, in the Pixar world. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I... I want to take a second to kind of compare it to Coco, which, you know, again, really delved into the Hispanic Latinx culture. And that film was just so, I think that one really pulled at my emotions in a very deep way. I mean, obviously I am not a Latina. I am as white as Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> and you are too, Tuesday. Yep, guilty. But I feel like I was able to connect with Miguel than I did with Joe maybe because Miguel is you know a kid and I still feel like a kid at heart uh this idea of reaching for your dream and messing up along the way which Joe does actually experience but for some reason I just liked Coco more I maybe it's because we're from Arizona Tuesday and like a lot of that Hispanic the Latino culture is just part of our lives, even though we're Wonder Bread white. <laughs> but um, that is not to take away from anything about the jazz culture or the Joe Gardner story. 
I feel like with almost Joe, it was it was even more devastating, like when he had his dream taken away and like he was in between life and death, essentially. And then like he finally comes back and it's like, ah, my dream's not worth it anymore, which is like a whole nother lesson in of itself. But maybe maybe it's because it's 2020. Maybe it's just my mood right now. But I was like, I really just want to achieve the dream. I want that feel good thing. And I don't know, I just wasn't quite getting it. But I will rank this one up as like kind of like my mid-tier favorite Pixar movies. It is definitely above Cars and, uh, you know, Monsters, Inc. 2 and all the Toy Stories 3 and beyond. So, you know, I, I like the originality of this story. And like I said, the animation of The Great Before was so cool looking. Yeah, it was fun. And that that has to be hard as an animator to be like, hey, we don't want heaven, but we want it to like be heaven-like, like go. Like, how do you do mm-hmm. that? But um, I, I do agree with you. I, I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Is it Joe? Is it where he lives? Like, I can't pinpoint what it is, but I didn't connect with it like I did the original Toy Story, Up, Wally. You know, it, I have to go back to it's cute. You know, it never gets me as emotional or invested as those that I just said. I I guess I'm saying it's a good movie. It's not great. It won't go down as like one of my favorites in the animated books. It's just cute. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And that's all I can really say about it. But I will give a major shout out to the entire team that worked on this film and had to do a lot of it from home it's an incredible film when you think of it in those terms like having to work from home is already a challenge and i can't imagine trying to animate if you got you know kids running around pets you know you need to like bring in the giant you know megabyte storage just to save everything so (laughs) well done pixar on this and all that being said i mean like Definitely watch it. It'll be a fun, cute movie for your holiday. Oh, and it'll be great if you're doing family movie night. I mean, get it out. Give us, you know, give us your reviews. And and if you differ from us, we'd love to hear it. Plenty of you guys love to disagree with us. So um, hand, hand it over. You know, it's going to be easy. It'll be on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it right at home for family movie night. And uh, it'll be great. All right, well, it's time to crack open a bottle and pair a drink with this movie. So Tuesday, what you got for us? Nothing like a Pixar movie that says, let's have some alcohol. So (laughs) when I, uh, for me, when I thought about this film, I was visioning like a dark uh, 1920s, like jazz bar feel. It's it's 10 o'clock at night and like the headliners coming on and, and you're just in that vibe. And, and if you've ever been in that kind of bar, like you just get that vibe. So the first thing I thought right off the bat was a gin Ricky. And for those Ooh. of you who have never had that, it is gin. It can also just be called a Ricky if you choose to do a different alcohol with it. But in a gin Ricky, you've got gin, lime juice, some club soda, and you top it with a lime wedge. Very cute and simple, just like this review. <laughs> That's lovely. Well, I tend to like to do non-alcoholic drinks for uh, my kids' movies. Not always, but 
I wanted to make that choice for this review. And so it's Christmas time. It's Hanukkah time, end of the year. I kind of want something, you know, a little party, a little zest. Uh, and, you know, jazz is all about doing your own thing and like reacting with others and combining your own elements. And so I came across, I think, what is the like the perfect drink. It's mold pomegranate juice. So just like your good old fashioned mold wine, sans the wine, uh, but basically it's just pomegranate juice and then you add in some uh, rosemary and then that uh, spice called sumac, a cinnamon stick, some coriander seeds, a little bit of orange, heat that up, simmer it, and then uh, you strain it all through a sieve into a jug and then just stir in some orange blossom water and pour into a mug or uh, you know, heat-proof glass, and you're good to go. But it's something the whole family can enjoy, just like this movie. What a wonderful find. I like that. I would totally try that. Yeah, right? I was like, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be my, I think, my new a New Year's Eve festive drink. <laughs> and then, I mean, if you do want to spice it up, parents or us big kids, like, it probably would be great with, like, some probably gin or uh a nice whiskey or just vodka just you know a good vodka in there with that said if uh if you're crazy enough that you still don't follow us i highly recommend you follow us on facebook and instagram for the latest movie trailers reviews and all cinematic updates that's right you can also bookmark our website whiskeyandpopcorn.org and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform she's tuesday i'm kaylee you have been enjoying some whiskey and popcorn thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>